and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. This is single track session number 112, and we are recording today on Wednesday, October 31st, which some of you know as Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it is, uh, by the time you listen, if you listen when it launches, Halloween's over. Yeah. So you've dealt with all the trick-or-treaters. Hopefully um, you've eaten all the candy corn. That's right. And hopefully you listened to the pro tip last week about giving out your expired running gels. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Because um, I still think that's legit. You can even tell the kids, hey, this will help you get through the night. That's right. It'll help be... you run faster to the next house. That's right. Um, and in, in, in uh, recognition of Halloween, me and Joel are going to do this podcast completely in pirate voices. <laughs> um, so you'll 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 enjoy that. But no, just kidding. We, we could not do that. That would be show. pretty funny. That would be good if I could... <laughs> pull it off for very long but i'd <laughs> yeah. probably say two things and be like yeah that we're done here um but yeah it's uh, it's uh, gonna be november and speaking of november we'll just jump right into it november 1st the day this show launches mm-hmm. 2018 for those that are listening a year from now going back into the archives um, a lot of races are opening up november 1st is like a big day for races true uh some of the ones that we've done i know twisted fork up in park city opens up yep um which is a good race mm-hmm. um by candace and he he does an amazing job in fact out of last year that was my ultimate swag race yeah it was um sh- shirts that Shirt. were awesome they put our names on them the yeah. one thing i would say about the name thing which would be hard but you could do it on uh, ultra sign up is let people put like a nickname or something. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mine said Manning. I would have said, you know, hey, can you put manners on there? Right. Or that's my booty since yeah. it's right above your butt. Bootylicious. Bootylicious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, bedazzle it a little. That's right. But super cool. They did that last year. Um, the race course was legit. Mm-hmm. What else did they have that kind of – their finisher medals were cool. Um, yes. Looks like, you know, they went through elevation culture the bibs. as well. The bibs were awesome. The bibs were awesome. Yeah, they had your name on them. They yeah, were lightweight. soft. Yeah, they were super soft. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a great race. And, of course, a race that we're fond of that we've been uh, promoting this, this year and we're giving out – a race entry to is the Beaverhead Endurance Runs. Those open up on November 1st, and those are right. selling out quicker every year. Right. Um, so that is uh, – when is that race? That race is uh, in July, uh, the 13th. <laughs> is, it the, yeah. is it the second Saturday in July? Yes, yeah, July 13th. Okay. Um, registration, like I said, opens November 1st. We're giving a free race entry to either distance. Okay, right. They have a 100K and a 55K. If you listen to last week's show, episode Single Track Session 111, mm-hmm. we said you got to go on to that Facebook post, Single right. Track Session 111, mm-hmm. tag a friend, right, and then whoever gets the most likes on their post – Gets an entry. Right. And there's some people. <laughs> I was really surprised. Yeah. I went and checked it the other day. It's like, man, somebody's got over 100 likes. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we only have one entry. So No, there was there was more no, than I that. No, I mean, we're giving away oh, one entry. Oh, I see entry. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to get on it. And yeah. we're giving you one more week for that. Okay. So this is, and it has to be, um, you can do it on single track session 112. Now, oh, okay. for this week. So right. you can still use last week's. Like if you did it last week, you can st- keep pushing people there. Right. But if you're new, do it, you can do it on 112. We'll look at both of them. So right. whoever gets the most likes. So basically whoever last week has a better chance because they've had two weeks Longevity. to, to yep. accumulate likes. Unless you just get after it for one week. Yeah. So get like 300 likes. Then go for <laughs> that it. That would be amazing. Yeah. Because, it, you know, this year, the 2019, the 100K is a Western States qualifier for 2020. Mm-hmm. There's four UTMB points. And the 55K, which I ran last year, is a three points for UTMB. So they are a qualifying race. They're balancing the permits this year between the two distances. Right. Okay. So that means they have less 55K spots available. Right. So that's something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, they're going to have 175 per race. 
yeah. 350 total, 175 for each race. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stagecoach in has rooms available. That is kind of that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. by now. Because um, you want to reserve those either way. You yeah, know, I think there's a big them. event going on that weekend besides a, the race. Yeah, last year was the first time they did this. It was like a f- uh, like a four wheeler type thing yes. with the razors and stuff. Mm-hmm. They they're not on the course. They're in no. a different part of the town, but it's a smaller town. It's a yeah. fun town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know that's don't the, wait. Get your room. Yeah, get your room even if you're on the fence because you always cancel that. Right. And one of the cool things about this race, I didn't get one. I ran the 55k. Is 100k finishers get a custom finishers hoodie. Uh-huh. And they're pretty cool. Like, I think they're a Gucci hoodie. They're pretty sweet. And yeah. the finish line is awesome. It it's is. Great burgers, huge finish right. line. Family um, friendly. Super. The whole thing is, and, I, and again, I might be back. Like, I didn't think I would be, but they released a video mm-hmm. of the area that got caught on fire after the race. Right. Not because of the race, but, it, you know, it was with wow. fires. There were some scorching times. I was running pretty fast through one section, and right. I could have been kicking up some sparks. That's right. Um, but uh, it looks really cool. And it's just a beautiful course. The views are breathtaking. Um, so check that out. Head over to BeaverheadEnduranceRuns.com or, of course, on Ultra Sign Up. That's where registration is for that one. And uh, like I said, next week, next Thursday, which is uh, the 8th, November mm-hmm. 8th, which happens to be, you know, a number I enjoy. Right. Um, we will announce the winner of, you know. Whoever. When are you going to close this contest? Yeah, no, we'll announce the winner on the on the. So is it closed on Wednesday, uh, the seventh? The seventh, November seventh. We'll, but we'll announce the winner on the fifteenth. Oh, okay. So you're Sorry. going to the eighth. I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, but we'll announce the winner okay. on the fifteenth. So two weeks. All right. But you have one more week to. to if that makes sense. It should. It, it does. All right. You you look at a cal- calendar. That should make sense. So, anyway, uh, great race. It's been fun working with them. Um, that. Race committee. I mean, David Targelson is the one that kind of spearheads that with his amazing group. And um, oh, and, and I want to throw this out there because it's still in my mind. But the last aid station of this course. Yeah. You, you get off the scree field, which will it'll work you. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. This is not an You'll easy race. You'll be grateful race. to get off that scree field. You will. But then you have this legit downhill. Like, yeah. Like it's not, four thousand feet. You could probably uh, zip line it. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, but then you hit the last aid station and they make smoothies. Oh yeah. And it's so good because right. July is. Um, it's warm. a bit toasty. Yeah, it's a little warm. So, uh, great race. Uh, love to see people sign up for that one, and hope to get hope you get out there. Um, next up, I mean, we, there's a lot of races, so just yeah. keep an eye out. I but, think uh, the Scout Mountain race opens. The hundred miler might open. Oh, is it? Yeah, if you're looking for a hard June race Man, to do, the hundred miler for Scout Mountain, I believe it opens on the first okay. of November. Maybe. 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 Watch Joel's eyes. Thinking. I, I had to think about that. Joel looks to the left when he thinks. Yeah. So if you're talking to Joel and his eyes yeah. go left, he's mm. thinking. That's yeah. what I just found out. I, I, I'm a profiler. Don't take me at my word on that one, all right? <laughs> don't, don't take Joel seriously, yeah, folks. on That's that one. Gonna... Not on that one. But if if you wanted to get – if you were afraid that you're not going to get your spot, have that on your calendar. Because that's what you need. Because um, last year was our first year of that hundred. Yeah, they changed I they changed that up a little bit. Believe that it was well received, and the consensus is that it is a very difficult race, maybe even harder than Wasatch. Wow. Um, you might need to go to the ultra sign up to. Yeah, June first and second. I'm looking at it right now. June first and second um, mm-hmm. is the race. Right. I clicked on register now, and I'm going sign up. So I'm on the sign up button. Yes. It kicks me over to Ultra Sign Up, and Ultra Sign Up says this event took place uh, last year. last year. So it doesn't have information there. Right. Um, when it opens. Okay. Well, 
Maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's in December. Uh, okay, we're off topic. Let's go to a race that actually opens up. Okay, here it is. Registration will open January. F- nope, that's we're in 2018, right? Right. Okay, so it's not updated, but right. it, it should open. So what am I doing? What other race opens up tomorrow? I don't know. Oh, I, I already, thought you had another one. No, that was it. For me. Okay. No. no. All right. Let's go to the next thing. So next thing is uh, I'm back from San Diego. That's right. Looked like you had a good trip. Had an amazing time. I'm very fortunate to have a great travel buddy. Yes. My daughter. She mm-hmm. is uh, crazy cool. If you haven't met her, then you're missing out. But we had a great time in San Diego. Beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of one of those things, again, where people recognize that we are not from San Diego. Right. For the simple fact we were the only people on, I mean this, I, there was hundreds of people on. Uh, the beach. The beach. The one, well, we went more than once. We, were, we went up to La Jolla Cove. Right. Um, one day. And uh, we did not have wetsuits. Right. We were the only people I seriously, honestly could see in the water without wetsuits. And right. we were totally fine. Yeah. I mean, we were out. I was getting crushed. Hurt my neck a little bit on one wave. <laughs> kind of snuck up on me. Um, but uh, it was beautiful. San Diego is amazing. Um, I was trying to do a little, you know, do a lot. I was trying to try and get over to Elevation Culture and check them out. But right. I was That's on vacation fun. and just couldn't couldn't squeeze it in at the last minute. Um, but, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people, healthy people in San Diego. People right. running all over the place. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I lived there, I might even run on the harder, the, oh, the stuff oh, that's oh compacted. Gosh. What is yeah. it? Pavement? Yeah. Really? Asphalt? Yeah. Dang. Um, and a lot of people running on the beach. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was a beautiful time. Great time to recharge, kind of refocus my, my jets a little yes. bit. Um, kicking into some, some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Let my calf recover for another week. Right. Um, playing in the ocean, kind of bouncing around, trying to like run a little bit <laughs> yeah. where it's hard. I, I didn't hurt it yeah. and it didn't hurt. So yeah. I'm like, I think I'm ready. Probably. So it's been at least three weeks, but now I'm scared because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how my fitness is going to suck oh, on my yeah. next run. And I was built, I was doing good. Yeah. You'll and be fine. You'll, you'll get back on it. No so when problem. I go out tomorrow morning, yeah. which will be November 1st, I like right. to run on the first day of every month. When I run out tomorrow morning, I'm going to be like, man, this sucks. Right. I can't breathe. And I hope my, my mountain lungs are back too. Oh, true. From living on the beach. Living but, on the beach. I was just, you know, I was kind of living, having, I've got one uh, person, a friend of mine, ours, uh, Referred me to a fish taco Wahoos. Yeah, so good, man. <laughs> and I love fish tacos. That's right. kind of my jam, and uh, was was amazing. So, and the Notre Dame Navy game was played. Oh, so it was freaking crowded. They do have a big port there, don't they? Oh yeah, and they yeah. had Navy ships coming yeah. in for the for the game. Right. Um, and then I'm in SeaWorld one day and on Thursday, and I ran one of the funnest rides I've ever rode. I was the only one on the roller coaster, and I was on the very front seat because <laughs> nobody was there on Thursday because everybody gotcha. was in school. It was and awesome. Aspen wasn't going to ride it. No, she, no, you know? she watched me. Yeah, yeah. and I'm That's like, Gosh. usually the opposite way around. And I was giggling my butt off. Yeah, um, but yeah, we were at SeaWorld, and uh, I look up, and there's uh, Rich Dressen and his family. <laughs> He's from Ogden, works out with Joel, and I'm like, what the heck? He was there for the Notre Dame game. Yeah. So I'm in San Diego, seeing someone from Ogden. Yeah. And San Diego's, you know, it's a little bigger place. <laughs> yes. And so saw him and uh, talked to him for a little bit. And then uh, when I was leaving Monday in the airport, saw him again. Saw him again. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, man, I, I don't mind a stalker yeah. here and there. But uh, it was creepy. Um, so, yeah. So that'll work. And then uh, you've got, man, you go in Friday. Yeah, get my, my knee operated oh, on Friday. Two days. Mm-hmm. November 2nd. And yeah. so that's in and out, though, right? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> so how long is that going to last? What do you mean? Surgery? surgery. Like, how long are you going to be there? You got to fast? Yeah, you always got to fast. You're not okay. allowed to eat or drink anything after midnight. 
It's like a gremlin. Yeah, exactly. And what time's your appointment? I don't know yet. I'll find out tomorrow. Oh, that's it. Kind of yeah. schedule it that way. They, that's what they do. Yeah. Oh. And then, so what's it look like? What's your recovery? You, you go in on Friday. If it's just to clean up, I think I've got a four week recovery. And are you going to be like right when you get out? Or are you going to be lighting the little electric scooters around Walmart? That'd be fun. Or how are you going to do this? I, I should get one. That'd be fun. Um, no. And if I, if my past surgeries are any indication of what's going to happen this time, I'm going to be really wired right after the surgery because yeah. whatever they give me in the anesthesia, it's it's like a speedball. <laughs> really it is. Like, <laughs> it's hard to describe. You know, you think you want to go home and rest afterwards. I'm just like so wired. It's annoying. Really? Yeah. And then the next day I feel terrible. Coming down from it's your, like coming it, down from your. It's totally coming down. <laughs> Got the shakes, <laughs> the cold sweats. I feel like I'm gonna vomit. Um, yeah. And after that, I'm okay usually. So yeah. We'll see. And then do you I have should PT? be able to walk right away. Yeah, I got, I got PT scheduled already. How many? How long you got to do that? Uh, it's, as long as I want to, but I'm gonna try to do three weeks of PT, nice. um, and then I'm gonna get this pneumatic compression thing that I can put my leg into. Oh, like a sleeve? Yeah, it's a sleeve, and I think it's just uh, operates off of air. Okay. Uh, just to keep that swelling, swelling down. down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get good. one of those for the house this time. Yeah? Mm-hmm. you going to keep it, or is it just a rental? No, it's a rental. Oh. Yeah. I like those leg things after running. Yeah, those look pretty cool. Yeah, um, I've tried those. I think those you can cool. get those for about 450 bucks off Amazon. Huh. Like a good one. Good one? Mm-hmm. For 450 that's pretty good. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. We just need one of those companies to sponsor us. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be just nice. Ship, anyway, ship I think I'll, I'll be okay. You yeah. Know, four weeks, I should build around again. So that's to say four weeks, and you yeah. kind of get back into it. Take it easy. Yeah. yeah Which is good. It. Yeah, because maybe by then, it's hard to say. That's right before Thanksgiving, or right during, right yeah, around Thanksgiving. That was my goal, was sometime around Thanksgiving was Can to you? run again. Okay. That'll because be good. I haven't run for two months so. well hopefully the snow will hold off so you can get on the dirt a little bit ah, so it's yes. not so slippery actually I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to some snow yeah yeah for what reason because i got myself a ski pass oh you did yeah we're at snow basin did you uh-huh nice i'm looking forward to that i'm gonna i i, I said this last year but we didn't have really the opportunity but i really want to do some nordic skiing this summer winter yeah winter. i want nothing to do with that this year i got a ski pass i'm gonna go up there and just tear it up just yeah have as much fun as i can i haven't skied for a while um, but yeah, I want to try the Nordic skiing thing. Yeah. Australia, you know, that cross training business. Yeah, it's great. I mean, if, if it was closer, I'd probably do it all the time. Yeah. But for our drive out to North Fork, that's a solid half hour. Go up to Snow Basin. Yeah. Their trails are so-so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might be a good thing is if I can go up to Snow Basin and I can go ride lifts for a couple hours and then go get on, um, some skis, some classic skis. Yeah. That'd be a great combination. Yeah, there's some things like that and yoga. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and do yeah. those things, I think, this year. That's my goal, which I still haven't done yoga. We've talked about it a lot, but I right. still haven't. I don't have it on my schedule to do anytime soon either. Well, I think you should get yourself some yoga pants and go over there. Yoga pants, ski pants. And just bust that yoga knuckle out to yeah. everybody. <laughs> and, that always scares me. And go when for you it. you see that, it makes me even not want to do it more. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm out again. I was close, <laughs> but now I'm out. Every time I see pictures of a moose now, I think of that. I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? Joel's warped me and scared me. Um, but it, so, uh, yeah, well, hopefully we'll talk next week and, and see how that's going. Get some pictures. Um, we also got some pretty cool companies. We're going to say anything. There's a few companies that we're going to be working with here coming up that have reached out to us that I'm excited about. Um, there's one company in particular we'll probably talk about next week on the show. Right. Um, pretty cool. I'm excited. Um, they make 
soft clothing. Yes, they do. They reached out to us uh, a while back, and uh, we've been talking to them, and I think we're going to partner. I like calling it partnerships. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to partner with them for the month of November. Um, some cool people um, on top of just, like, really good stuff. So uh, we'll be talking about that soon. Also, this is a public service announcement from the Trail Manners podcast that uh, you got to remember this weekend is the time change. Oh, that's right. So we got to turn back time. Mm. You got to find a way. Oh, was we getting an hour of sleep this weekend? Uh, well, yeah, we turned back time, oh, like man. Cher says. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Well, that's what San Diego, we, like, the whole time think. Actually, it was only an hour, but it kind of did fool me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the weather, because I got home, I'm like, yeah, it's a little chillier here. I might have to bust <laughs> out a jacket. I'm still in shorts. I've right. break out into pants for a while. Uh, but yeah, don't forget about time change. It's really tricky because it's like yeah. that midnight Saturday night slash Sunday. And if you've mm-hmm. got to run scheduled on Sunday with friends right. and you, you are that person that messes up your time change. Well, if you don't use your phone for an alarm, yeah, yeah, you're you're hosed. Make sure you Just make, make sure that you adjustment. Do it. So you that's, go bed. that's our public service announcement for you. Right. Um, the other thing that I'm working on right now that'll be pretty fun, and I've got the first athlete. So this winter, I've wanted to do this for a while, and Joel, we have I talked about it, but I'm going to just go for it. Okay, you do it. So this winter, we're going to do a couple like little athlete nights or or talks, right? So okay. I'm going to put them on. Uh, we're going to work the first one. Um, I'm not going to say where these are at yet. We're still working some final logistics. But the mm-hmm. first person we're going to have talk is Trevor Fuchs. Yes. Talk to him. He's going to talk a little bit about what it's like being, number one, he's a badass. solid runner. Yeah. yeah. Just badass, you know, right. master of badassery. But there's other other topics yes. as well, like uh, how to run being a vegan. Yeah. I mean, that a lot of people are starting to go into that side of that healthy eating, changing right. their diets. How do you do that and, right. and transition into running, especially long distance? Mm-hmm. And also, Trevor's done something great here along the mm-hmm. our area where he's done a Thursday night trash cleanup. That, that, he deserves an award for that. Yeah, him and him and Sean Woods have been doing that. And I know, uh, you know we've had Logan Ledford on the show. He right. got one down south more right. um, with the Wrangler group and... You know, it's a really, it's a really cool thing, and we've talked to some other people, and there's some other things in the works with this, but it's, I'll let that for another day. I think, you know, Trevor out-trashed Logan, meaning that he probably collected more trash than Logan did. I don't know. It'd be interesting. That, I mean, that's not a good thing. No, that just shows how much it's trash dirt is up here. How much trash was at the trailheads? Um, but, but it's, it's pretty cool because it. It's brought out. He, him, and Sean started earlier in the summer, and they weren't gaining a lot of traction early on. Maybe it was the heat, maybe it was a time of year. Yeah. But near the when the weather, I don't know, what changed a little bit. Like in August, it really took off. It did. Um, and I've been fortunate to be a part of a few. Um, sometimes my schedule doesn't work, um, but you know they spearheaded that, and it's it's really gained a lot of momentum. And I think what Logan even said. You know, we had him and talked to him on the show. It's like it doesn't it doesn't want to be like Logan's thing, right. or because there was a time when he was tagged on these things. He's like, people should just do this. Yeah, right? oh, you yeah, shouldn't sure. have to schedule a yep. day. You shouldn't have to schedule an event. It's like yep. if you're out there, just pick it up. And and I know the groups in Salt Lake do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see pictures all the time, and people talk about it all the time. How much trash they pick up on their runs, mm-hmm. and it's super refreshing. I was down in San Diego. Some guy it was like 7:30 in the morning. Guys running down the beach, and he had a sack with him, and he'd stop and pick up trash every once in a while that has been pushed up on the beach, yeah, and that just warmed me up. I'm like, cool. You know, like people do this all the time. Right. It's not like something special, but sometimes it's bringing that to the forefront because sometimes people want to do it, but right. they don't either think about it or maybe it's that avenue of starting to do it or whatever it might be. Right. Um, but we're going to have Trevor talk a little bit about that and kind of what his goals are for that and, and kind of move it into the future. 
Um, and I'll set one of those up. These will be free. Maybe it'll be somewhere you bring like a can of food. We can take the shelter right. or something like that. Um, we'll do a few of those. I got Trevor lined up and there's a few more we'll, we'll talk to. It won't be a big production. It's just going to be simple. Right. You know, maybe bring in somebody, you know, to talk about nutrition, maybe somebody, another athlete to just Q and A of something cool they did, stuff like that. Um, let's see. All right. So here's something that came up on social media. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't, re- I didn't, know about it and i guess it's happened yeah what's that um it's called what's it called it's it's called i'm gonna try and find it what it's called it's called 29029 that's that's what oh, it's called i know what you're everesting about. right everesting so it's it was interesting and i i went in a little detail to read it because i mm-hmm. said the biggest thing i saw was uh carl Meltzer posted it on his facebook page yeah he doesn't post much when he does you can generally guarantee there's probably some controversy around it or an opinion yeah. thing, right? And that's cool. Mm-hmm. But so this this place it's called it's two nine zero two nine everesting dot com, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to push them. I don't deal with them. It's just more of a an a talking point, right? And so you pull up this website and says, "Do you have what it takes to Everest?" Yeah. And uh, and this in 2019 they have two events, one in Utah, mm-hmm. which is why we're talking about it, snow basin, and one right. in Vermont, right? And essentially what it is, is it 29029 mm-hmm. is the vertical feet. That's how, high, high that's Mount how tall is. Mount Everest is. Yes. So, so I don't know. So next year it's in August. It's a snow basin. They basically rent out the mountain. Yeah. And this course at Snow Basin, it's 36 hours long. You need to do this. Each hike is, and they say that, each hike is 2.3 miles. Yeah. It gains 2310 vert. Yeah. And you have to summit. Snow Basin 13 times from okay. wherever they put this base camp. So 13 times right. up and back. Mm. Where do you it, think they're going to put it? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I could probably find out if I kept reading in this. No, I mean, just, what, just thinking off the top of your head of the base of Snow Basin. I would say base of Snow Basin. To, do you think so? Because they've kind of taken up the flattest area with the putt-putt course. Yeah, I don't know. Um because they set up tents. They set up tents. Maybe in that upper parking lot that they don't ever use anymore. Could be. Up there. Yeah, it might be. Because if that, you're out of the way. Because below the, below the resort, I don't have any flat spots for tents. Below the resort over by where the tubing hill is. That's kind of oh, flat. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of flat. And it's close to a parking area. Yeah. Yeah. That could be up. But essentially. What close it, to that service road. Because I'm, I'm assuming they're taking people up the service road. I would imagine. Yeah. It'd be hard to. I don't know. And they're I'm, going up the needles. That's what I would guess. Yeah, they're too. not actually summiting the, the top of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little misnomer on their part. Um, but so what's included, and I'll tell you the price in a minute, but what's included in this price that you ask? What what you get? Um, they, first, they say nothing's for sale. Your ticket includes everything you need. Okay. You get a train. You get to attend it. I'm, I'm kind of confused they put that in there, but I think they're making it longer what you get. Right. You get to sleep. You get to eat, you get a drink, and okay. party oh. for three nights and four days. Oh. Specifically, you get an entry. Um, it's a limited capacity, exclusive endurance event is how they schedule exclusive. it. You get a full training plan with coaching calls and daily workouts. Oh, I didn't know you got those. Three nights accommodations in luxury glamping. Okay. All food and beverages, all food, beverages, alcohol. Oh, dang. Vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free diets accommodated. All event swag, massage uh-huh. therapy. Oh man! Recovery boots and stretch therapists. Private Facebook group Wait and community building. They didn't contact me yet for the stretch therapy. They should, punks. right? Yeah. 
and speaker and experts discussing mindset and wellness and training plans. So huh. that's what you get. You got you get a lot more than what I because at first I thought you just got the glamping and you get to go hike. <laughs> yeah, um, you and, get quite a bit. And if you attend by yourself, mm-hmm. you'll share a tent with two others in the same gender. Right. Which that doesn't sound that fun. Nah. Each person will have their own single bed. Right. And let's see. Yeah, it's basically you have 36 hours to do this. So you're like, well, what's pricing? Well, it's funny you should ask. So single pricing for one person, okay, $3,995. Okay. However, you get a payment plan for six months of seven forty-five a month. Right. So they throw that in there. Dang, man. But you know what? I want to go with a buddy. I want mm-hmm. to go with a, a significant other right. and share a tent. Well, that's mm-hmm. okay because you can do that at a rate of $10,495 <laughs> for a tent for two. Oh, so it's more yeah. than a single. Yeah. So if you do two singles, you get the tent. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah, you get an entry gotcha. for two participants, mm-hmm. and the payment plan on that one's a little easier to handle. It's nineteen ninety five for six months, one thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars, or a one time <laughs> payment of ten thousand four ninety five. Oh my gosh. So, um, you know, they they give you options, mm-hmm. so you don't have to just you know bite the bullet and pay all that yeah. much money up front. And that's Utah. Oh. Okay, it looks like Vermont has the same pricing. I'm just kind okay. of fiddling around here. Gotcha. They do have it in Vermont. Vermont's in October, so that's oh interesting. Oh, my gosh. That could be cold. Cold. In the picture, they show someone with a beanie and a puffy. Oh, my gosh. Utah's so is in August, so that's yeah. going to be warm. That but, could but, be, but, but could be but, cool. Uh, you know what? Snow basin nights are pretty chilly. Yeah. They're pretty, and they're going to be pretty chill uh-huh. because of this event. But anyway, hmm. people were talking about how, like, the exor- like the fee. Because we're talking per person. I don't know. That's a lot. But you you do kind of get it. I mean, if you use those services to the max for three days, that's not too bad. Well, let's divide it into three days at four grand. Yeah. Over a thousand. That's a lot of alcohol. That, that's that's well, where I you'd think, have to kind of like. That's where my downfall would come. Is the alcohol side. I would get to the end of the day or the middle of the day and be like, where's the beer? Yeah. Let's screw this. I'm done. It's hot. It's time for a cold one. And then the rest of the day, would be napping. And then, so I'd, yeah. I would pay $3,000 just to take naps. I'll tell you what. You give me two grand, <laughs> yeah. and I'll provide that for you. Yeah, exactly. You tell, I'll be, discount. You know what I'm going to do for you? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you your own tent. Oh, nice. And I'm going to put it where you want it. <laughs> right. It doesn't have to be a snow basin. <laughs> for just two grand, and I'm going to give you a monthly payment plan <laughs> All right. with no interest. I, I'm liking this new business idea. Yeah, and it's just two grand. <laughs> And uh, I'll even, you know, go get you some Popeye's chicken. Oh, you know, okay. I'll get you a, you know, some. <laughs> For two grand, you better drive down to St. George to get me some beef with chicken. <laughs> I'll massage you. I'll yeah. stretch out. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm, I'm not certified, but I don't know okay. if these people are. I'll <laughs> exactly. tell you. Exactly. I will train. I'll give you a training program. I'll say, Joe, go do Malins twice this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're gonna get fit. So, <laughs> anyway, it's just I think that's what it is. And it, here's the deal. Here, here's my deal on this. If they want to do it. Put it on. Yeah. Put it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? If people pay to do it. Oh, my gosh. Th- go for it. You know what right. I mean? It's like I understand people saying this is a joke. It's too right. expensive. I agree personally. Like that's my f- personal mindset on it. I think it's a hair on the, the expensive side. But if people do it. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. I th- believe that people don't understand what they're in for. <laughs> How hard this is going to be. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, all to them, man. There's a lot of people. Like I'm looking Go for at, it. I'm looking at people that did it last year in Utah, and it have, there's a lot. 
There was? Yeah. Like I'm looking at it going, oh my gosh. But here's the thing is like they have different levels. So here at this thing, it's like. Oh, if you hit like 10,000 feet, you, you get like yeah. an honorable mention. Well, no, they have different summit. Uh, I wish they wouldn't say summit. Yeah, that's what they keep that's saying. that's so not true. I'm trying to find this other graph I found on another. There's like four pages. I didn't know they did this last year. Yeah, I did. I Well, they – and that's the thing is they rent the mountain. Right. Right? So – What if they close it down? They, no. Well, God, I – if, so, they're, I mean, if they're making three grand per, per four grand per person, they probably can afford to grab the mountain. But it's a couple days. Well, we long. know that the mountain costs somewhere around five thousand dollars to well, rent. I also heard that's changed with new so management. So it's more that's, now. That it's it's going to be more. Maybe I don't know. Probably. Maybe it might be less. I don't know. Nothing ever becomes less. Dang it! I can't find the page yeah. I was looking for. But it talks about different levels, right? right. So I'll, I'll I'll read some last year's results. So last year. There were one, two, three, four people that got, quote, no summit. So they paid that money and didn't even get a summit. Are you serious? That's what it says. Oh, my gosh. And then the next one is the Koskuzu, I don't know, K O S C I U S Z K O. So I'm get, these are different summits like across Kaziak the world. Yeah, and there is probably, that's four laps. So if you do four to five, well, four, five, and six laps, I don't know. There's probably 12 to 15 in that group. Then there's the Vincent, which is seven laps, and there's six or seven. The Elbrus, which is eight laps. Oh, so they're using the five. Summit. They're using the seven summits. Is what there's the doing. Kilimanjaro and Denali, yeah. which is nine summits, uh-huh. and there's six there. The Acon, Aconcagua. Aconcagua. Yeah. Yep. And there's a lot in that one. That's 10 to 12. There's probably 20 there. Right. Oh, and, my gosh. And Everest, which is 13, there's probably at least 30. At least 30. Do you really think that that many people participated last year? That's the results. I'm looking at their times and everything. Some but people I, came I, in at 36. You know what? I can generate those results, too, and make crap up. Well, there's names. We can call them. I want to know if, this, if they had 50 people do this event last year. Oh, they had more than 50, according to this page okay, I'm looking 60? at. You think 60? How, what's the math on that? Uh, what was the price? $3,000 to sign four, up? Just say four. Four thousand? Yeah, because if there was a group, then they're paying more. Well, what's if, four times sixty? You got a calculator. Two hundred forty thousand. I don't know. Right? Four. <laughs> Come on, what's four times six? It's twenty-four, right? I'm just reading like three. Oh, okay. I thought you were doing some math over there. No, I'm, I'm guessing there's seventy to eighty people that did oh it last year. Oh my gosh! Looking at the results. So let's say two hundred. Let's say two hundred fifty thousand. Let's round it. So I, what I That's say, a lot let's, of let's, dang money. Let's do 70 people. And there's some brain people out there listening that already have the number. 70 people times 4,000. That's 280,000, yeah. right? So that's that's for one event. So I don't think it costs them 280,000. I mean, you have to make money, right? I mean, if you produce stuff, you oh just have gosh, to. Oh, my gosh. The Forest but, Service makes 5% off of that, right? Yeah, I don't think so if they're on Snow Basin. Snow Basin rents that land from the Forest Service. I don't yeah. think they own the land. Well, I don't know if you get a permit from them. I don't know. Maybe. I bet you that they have to. So anyway, that's that was last year. So this year, I don't know. Will there be more? 100? Will oh there be gosh, more? That's amazing. Um, We're totally in the wrong business. Okay, uh, Vermont. There's well over a hundred re- results from last year. Wow. In Vermont. Okay, so this is the thing that we didn't know about. That that's obviously there's the demand for it. Mm-hmm. Good for them. For that's this is a great business model. I want to know why these 170 people aren't sponsoring our podcast if they have four it's, grand to run up a mountain. <laughs> yeah. 
We should put on a podcast. I can see this is summit. like a de- this could be like a destination event almost. Like right, we're gonna go out. We're gonna run this Everest challenge. Do some luxury camping and party at night. I I can see where there could be a, an appeal for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I, well, you, obviously you there just is get one. Get the hike up. I mean, you don't have to you do have the to hard part by going down because that's what would crush you. Well, you come down. Yeah, but if you had the run down. They don't have to run down. Yeah, no, you get to take the the gondola back down. That's what would crush people. Man. Yeah. Take the gondola down. Yep. It says run, walk, crawl up a mountain, take the gondola gondola down, repeat until you climb Everest. We bring the world's hardest climb to you. Right. That's what it says. Hmm. Well. I don't know. There's pictures from last year. People in uh, it's in it must have been Vermont. There's snow. They got hiking poles. They got puffies and beanies and yeah. everything hiking up a mountain. I'm guessing this hey. is snow base and the guys in a shirt and I'm, shorts. I'm all for them doing this because there's a, there's a need there, and and somebody's making some good coin off of it. I don't. I would never pay that much to go do that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't yeah. imagine that. Yeah, four grand. Yeah, I'm not going to knock their their price point. Because if you look at everything that's going into this and you start adding up all the the costs, it's their end. They are spending a lot of money. Well, I'm not saying they're not for right? sure. It just seems like f- four grand over the course of three days. So, so here, here's the deal: like, what happened? What if we want to go summit the mountain 13 times? Like, we wanted to do that. You know, I mean, we don't have. I mean, again, if we spread it out over three days. Right, like we could yeah, drive home. It, our cost is a gas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I mean, these people are probably coming from all over. Yeah, I think this is destination for yeah. for people. It's just it's just interesting that people would pay that. I mean, here here we are talking about the 200 mile race for a year or so, right? Thousand yeah. dollars. We'll throw that yeah. out there. Eight hundred and fifty to a thousand dollars. And we're saying, wow, I would do that way over this. Right, like I'm getting 200 yes, miles, but that's just and, you and I, right? Yeah, no, I understand that, but it just seems like we I, were, I'm going to say these people are probably not your 100 mile runners. Oh no, absolutely, or maybe not even your 50 mile runners. I don't think some maybe, of them are runners. Maybe marathoners. Maybe not even they, any they might of the be marathoners. They, no, you're a good point. Maybe these people are just like, oh, that's a great challenge, and I have an extra three thousand dollars, and I've always wanted to go to Utah. <laughs> I've always wanted to have an extra three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or four thousand because yeah. it's four thousand for yeah. the event. Now you right. got to get here. Yeah, so it's exactly it's gonna cost here. you more. This is the destination event for people, and Man. it's just kind of like a bucket list for them, right? So there we go. I mean, you've you've spawned something for me. So this is happening yeah. on August twenty second through twenty fifth at Snow Basin. So that weekend, oh, that is a good training weekend right before Wasatch. So I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get buffed out yeah i'm gonna get a nice outfit i'm okay. gonna get waxed i'm gonna do everything <laughs> you're gonna get speed waxed. yeah yeah brazilian everything <laughs> right i'm gonna show up that weekend yeah and look for a sugar mama Ooh, right i like this idea. right yeah. how's that sound i uh-huh. mean because these people are coming they gotta have some bank i think they do so if i can get a hold of the entrance list mm-hmm. and see where some are from yes you get somebody that's close to your age range you yeah know? It's like, oh, they're, they're from San Diego. Yes. Like, nice job, runner. Nice job, hiker. 87. Yes. And just follow them around with a sign, right? Like, be their support group. Maybe I'll be like a oh, man. crew man. Now, see, you just touched on something. You can start your own side business accruing this event. I wonder if I'd have to get licensed through 29029. That's okay. Just say, hey, I, I want to come on as crew. Yeah. I'll give you 5% of my, my bring home. Yeah. 
And uh, I could do that. You could be a Sherpa for oh, these shit. people. They don't have Sherpas for this. Exactly. You want See? the Everest experience? Yes. You need a Sherpa. Yes, you do. Sherpa you think I am matters. joking, but they would want somebody to carry their wire for them. Well, here's a here's a little icon right here that I can talk to them right now. Okay. Right now. Start a conversation. <laughs> Do you have Sherpas? Do you have Sherpas? If not. If not, this is not an Everest experience. <laughs> and here is my resume. Uh, man, I like him where this is going. I'm digging it, man. Yeah. I'll wear some llama beanies. You know, I'll fit the mold, you know. You'd be all stanky. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Serve them some butter tea. See, this is what we do here. I'd never thought of that. Like, you uh-huh. want the ex- – there's nothing yeah. there on Sherpas. Know, I'll be right? I'll Sherpa you can, somebody. You can carry some ice cubes and fan that cool breeze. Easy. Their For three way. days? Yes. <sighs> I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put it on their private Facebook page. I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, this is – I can only Sherpa one person or if you're hiking with a person. Or, one person or a tent. Yeah. I'll Sherpa a tent. Yeah, you can do a tent. Because, I mean, it's only 2.3-mile climb, so I could get all over that mountain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, why well, one's coming down on the gondola, I could right. be going up with one, or uh-huh. put a little station halfway at the top, mm-hmm. dress in a Yeti suit <laughs> for nighttime. <laughs> you know, you want to freak people but out. No, they, they're not doing this at night because of the gondola. Hmm. That's silly. The, the hiking only happens during gondola hours. I'm pretty sure of that. Okay, let me find this. Yeah. Do you have to hike all that, Because that's going to be a liability and safety issue. says, no, this is a total time available hike. The challenge begins at 6 a.m. on Friday and yeah. will end at 6 p.m. on Saturday. Hmm. You'll be able to take the gondola down mountain the entire 36 hours. Are you serious? So basically they rent the mountain. They, they own it. definitely rent the mountain. That's why this is so expensive. Yeah, so it takes a challenge 36 yeah. hours. All right. Right. It says, uh, here's one, are spectators allowed? Yes, spectators are allowed. Spectators mm-hmm. are able to cheer for participants at the base of the mountain and can ride down the gondola as well. They can go up. They're not allowed to hike on the mountain, in uh-huh. the tents, or in the dining areas. Yep. Um, they're closing the mountain. Yeah. What do I have to bring? They give you, they'll give you hiking boots or trail shoes and trekking poles, they recommend. Hmm. Man, I'm, I'm totally... I, I got. I'm I looking right at the start of conversation plan. thing. There I don't. Is. I'm like, hey, a lot of my friends call me. You know, they think I'm sherping around here anyway. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a gold mine. Yeah, man, I'm in. You only got to work two weekends during the year. That's right. It's like I'm done yeah, making money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying a new microphone yeah. for the podcast. Right. So I, I think that one of the things you were trying to allude to earlier was the, just the price point and a lot of the snarky comments that, yeah. that came out of this. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot. Um, but you know, thinking about this now, uh, they're spending a lot of money on their end. They are. Um, well, and we've talked about this in past podcasts. Why I bring this up originally too was. What's next, right? I know this happened yes. last year. I wasn't aware. Right. Maybe I was aware. Maybe, maybe I didn't pay attention just, to it. You're just kind of like, that's silly. That's nonsense. Yeah. Okay, you're two rolls around. You're like, okay, they're going to make some money this year. Yeah, and so it's like we but talked th- about There's a small next. window, though. Yeah. Right? There's a small window where this is going to be viable. Maybe it's three or four years, and then it's done. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, though. I mean, because I would, like I said, I'd look at it. It's like I would never spend money to do that. Now, nope. on the flip side... It's got me in my back of my head going, okay, so if I find where they start and finish, I could do it during the summer over two months even. You know, right. It's like, yeah, hey, I did I have Everest, you know, because yeah. I've never, that's not a big deal to me. Right. I've never been a climber. It'd be dirtbag Everest. Yeah, dirt, right. uh, dirtbag we Everest. We'll charge you a, a fourth of what they're charging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So if you want a little medal and a T-shirt and a pat on the back, we got you covered. And all you got to do is cover like our slack water bill for two nights. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
So anyway, pretty interesting stuff. And I know, and Joel said, I mean, they're happening destination. There might be stuff similar to this going on at different places. But you know where else they should do this is uh, Jackson Hole, obviously. Oh, so that's a four thousand foot climb out of the gate. Yeah, and it's really nice at the base there. Um, Telluride. I mean, you could do it at right? a lot of cool places. Yeah, you could do it a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Flagstaff. You could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they've got a gondola. You have to have a gondola. That's important. Yeah. Uh, snowbirds. Or you could just like do a different category, right? You don't have a gond. You don't have to take no, the gondola. You, you have to come. Trust down. me. The price point that attract that, that it attracts these people. There's no way they can go downhill for thirty thousand feet. They would be ruined after just one. That's what I'm saying. Put it in like a, a different category where you yeah. pay five thousand and you have to you pay, charge them more to run right. down. I like this idea. <laughs> I think this actually could be a really cool race format. Um, they they've done this before, like with Schemo, where, where where you skin up uh-huh. and then you take the gondola down and you try to do as many laps as you can in a fixed time. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and if, they make sure they, they let that. you know this isn't a race for for one. But no, it would be, that'd be a cool race format. Yeah, you do okay six hours as many laps as you can. On that 2.3 mile climb, yeah, right, yeah, that'd be a pretty neat format. Well, that's a then you're getting to more of that competitive racing format. So it's a, to me that's a different than this one. Oh yeah, that's what I'm like saying. This would be people. like a, a totally separate event. Yeah. How many laps can you do in that six hour time frame? I'm kind of I'm kind of curious just the whole. I mean, they have some cool pictures. There's a picture of Snow Basin and the tents up. Right. Um, we can test that theory out. Yeah. Because you can t- you can ride that gondola down for free if you yeah, go up. If you go up. Yeah. yeah. For right now, you can. So, yeah, you could do it a few times a day. Find yeah. out what course they're taking. And I could have, like, three grand of beer in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's next on the list? Uh, next, I mean, not, not a ton. I mean, like, uh, you know, we got to talk about, um, obviously, the Nordic Valley race. Oh, the registration is open for that. We've got more people registered for that. So that's coming in. We're getting close. We're six weeks out. I know. I got to start ordering stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought about that on my Sandy on the flight home when life right. started to smack me back in the face. What right. I got to do when I get home. But yeah, we, we we'd love to see you out there. We'd love to share that with everybody. Um, share it with your friends. Get everybody out. It's a fun day at the end of the year. That is uh, December. 15th? And it's the fifteenth up at uh, and you know it's not four grand which is good. <laughs> right. Um, not yet. Not yet. I mean we're working on it. But uh, yeah, we'd love to see you out there. Um, but also we had last week kind of a fun race, um, kind of a lot of people we've talked about doing it, is the uh, Javelina Jundred, yes. as I like to call it, or mm-hmm. most people pronounce it correctly at the Javelina 100. Right. Um, big day. Did our good friend Turtle Miller finish that race? That's a good question. I got a call from him when I was in San Diego, and I mm. haven't checked it yet. Sorry, Turtle, if you're listening, I'll check it today. Um, but yeah, the winner of that one, Patrick Reagan from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 hours and 42 minutes on the 100 mile. That's some fast running. That's not bad. I mean, he, you know, he won by two hours, <laughs> so he probably wasn't pushed too hard at the end. Right. Um, Dave Stevens from BC was second, 15:39, and third place was Kenneth Hawkins from Oregon, Happy Valley, Oregon, 16:22. Uh, on the women's side, the name that we love and enjoy, Darcy, she pulled away the women's win, 18:49. Uh, next female, Dana Anderson. South Jordan, Utah, hmm. um, 1931. Right. And third place female was Tanya Keys from Mesa, Arizona, 1950. I don't know if would the Turtle do the 100. He did. I'm trying to look near the bottom. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Holy crap. There's a lot of people that ran this race. <laughs> At the bottom. Yeah, that Heveline's got big. Did not big. finish. 195 people have DNF'd the wow. 100 mile. I think it might have been a little hot. Wow. Nice. That's a lot. 
That's what I was. Two hundred people DNF'd. Yeah, I don't That's know. Crazy I don't. Sauce. I can't. There's too many names. There's there's a lot of uh, search features there on that. There probably there is. Yeah. And then let's see how many finish though. 195 DNFs in the hundred mile. 368 finishers. Wow, that's that's a lot of people. That is um, so craziness. Um, that's the hundred miler. There was uh, oh, what do you call it? 100k. 100k. I'm looking real quick at St. George. I'm kind of curious how Turtle did. Now that you said that, I wasn't until you said that. Right. Uh, it doesn't look like he finished. Ah, bummer. Unless he did the, I don't know if you, is that a race you can drop down halfway through? I'm going to say yes. Um, I don't see him on the DNF on the 100 Maybe mile. hit the uh, 100K. Maybe, maybe hit the 100K. Oh, I think they got 60K too. I only see a 100 mile 100K. So the 100K on that side, which is pretty cool again. Yep. Uh, winner came in 855 from, uh, that's Jacob Jackson. Second place, um, Vasil Samartinian. Mm-hmm. There you go. Vasil Scott Martini. And yeah. third, eh? Charlie McKee, female Brigham City, Utah, 947. She's boss. She's had such a fun year. You know, my favorite thing is every time you see a post from her, it's always happy. Yeah. I love it. Um, So for the 100K, there were 199 finishers Mm -hmm. and only 29 DNFs on that one. So that's a little bit better ratio. Yeah. I see, uh, I say Josh Miller, but I don't see a Turtle Miller. What about Jared Miller? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Last name. Let's go last name search. There you go. See how turtle are. This is bugging you now, huh? It is bugging me. Uh, there's a Desiree Miller. That's not him. Maybe that's his stage name. No, I don't think it is. Good female. <laughs> I don't see him on either page anywhere. Oh, man. So he might have been banding in the race, maybe. No, I think he was legit. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. He must have con. Oh, here we go. Nope. Yep, here we go. Turtle Miller, St. George. He finished 27-23. Got his Western States qualifier. In the 100-miler. 27-23, so great job. Nice um, work. That's solid, man. He's been sneakily training, I bet. Nah, I'm going to say he has not. <laughs> so, He's doing this two-mile loop every day. Let's see. What does that put him at? He finished 252nd. Nice. On the He on got it done. That's what he, counts. That's what majorly counts. Nice job, Turtle. So yeah, that was going on this past weekend, so that was all right. Um, haven't heard back from my uh, mechanic on Studio 78, so I'm going to probably make a phone call today mm. just to make sure we're all legit. It's been up there for like a week, right. probably sitting outside. You know what's sitting outside? Lonely, mm-hmm. missing me big time. I also want to talk about, it's coming up quick on uh, November the 12th, a trail running film festival here in Ogden mm-hmm. and Salt Lake City on the 13th. Again, we have a few extra tickets to give away on that. If you are interested, just let me know. No contest involved. Maybe I can just select from that. I have one extra ticket, and there's one that's been donated to us as well. Um, and as this week's for, and uh, well, let's throw it out there. It's early, but the Ogden Trail Running Festival, May 3rd and 4th, 2019. Still looking for a few sponsors for that race. We just had a really crash session this morning on the Kids K. We might be changing up a little bit for mm-hmm. the better. Right. So stay tuned for that. We'll still be doing the Kids K race, maybe expanding it to make it bigger. Yes. Um, but doing that, it'd be nice to, to get a few more sponsors on board for that race. Um, so Joel's week for Woody Footy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we have a few hats left, not many, from the Sign Garage here in Ogden, Utah. It's that time of year to get your custom Christmas gifts from them. 
check out what Elizabeth and Nate have going on. But this year, this week, there were some really cool photos. I even posted one in the ocean, which mm-hmm. is totally weird because I'm not a huge sand guy. Yeah. But my daughter is slowly changing me. She wants to move to San Diego, and Uh-oh. I'm kind of, you know, not against it right I now. I she wanted to go to school in Oregon. She does, but she wants to live in San Diego now. Oh. Right? So okay. it's like I, I can do that before I go. She's a beach girl, man. Oh, we were man. going into these. Host. We were going into these shops, and she was like getting out. I buy her, you know, like my daughter. I took her shopping. She got some really cute clothes, and she got a cool trucker hat, some right. shoes, because she's like me. I got a pair of shoes. I'm excited to rock that don't <laughs> that I, she talked me into. I wanted yeah. them for a while. They don't right. quite fit me. But right. I'm kind of stepping out of the comfort zone today. Get some vans? What's going on? No, there's some old school New Balance. Oh, right on! I they're, like those. They're rad, yeah. but. They're different. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, and it took me a while to, to get them, but she talked me into it. But anyway, this week's Woody Footy winner, Joel, who do you got? I got Tim Jacobson from Palo Duro Canyon, Texas. There we go. Tim Jacobson, Palo Duro Canyon, Texas photo. Go ahead and message me, manners at trailmanners.com, so we can go ahead and get out your limited edition Woody Footy hat where there is only a few left, mm-hmm. and we'll get that moving. So, uh, all right, so here we go. Here's uh, We'll do our Strava because we've got really good two questions to get through before okay. the show's over. Last week's leaders, and I, I didn't look into it, um, and I should have looked earlier and I found more. The, the distance winner was Ty Draney. What? Um, 261.2 miles. Hero's bike. That's what I'm curious. I didn't, I'm not going to dive into it, but I'm yeah. curious. Second place was Turtle Miller, 115.1, so he's a 100 miler. Right. Uh, total run time, Missy Jackson, 2659. And she was one mile. She was like point two miles behind Turtle in distance. She did one fourteen point nine, um, twenty six fifty nine for her. And here we go. Congratulations to our friend Aaron Hill for climbing back, literally, to the top of the charts on vert gain twenty three thousand eight hundred and thirty nine. That's a lot. Next closest was a good eight thousand behind. So <laughs> she uh, she crushed the climb this week. Right. So congratulations, all of our Strava champions. And we got five hundred and twenty seven members on the Trail Manor Strava page. That's really cool. I'm just looking at the top for the leaders for this week already as of Wednesday. Tara Warren's on top of distance. Gabe Joy's close behind. It's it's awesome. All right, so we got two Trail Manners questions, two more great questions. Okay. This one says, at a race this past weekend, I got in a pretty solid debate with a runner next to me. Uh-oh. When I was like waiting for the... cuffs? I don't think so. It didn't even no. look like... And it didn't, I don't think they elaborated on <sighs> that right. part of it. Dang. When I was waiting for the race to start, I noticed him doing laps around the dirt parking lot. Oh. After about 10 minutes, he came over and lined up next oh to me gosh. and started stretching. 10 minutes of laps? So he's like, he did about 10 minutes in the parking lot, came over Dang. and started stretching. So how long was this race? Do we know that yet? Uh, no. Okay. And it says, feeling a little intimidated, yeah. I bent over to touch my toes. Oh, owie, 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 owie. Because they were stretching. Yes. Yeah. He said, the guy looked over at me, or he looked over at me and quietly said, look at all the people who have no idea how to get ready for a race. Mm. He goes, I, re- I politely replied, everybody has their own routine and what works for them. Mm-hmm. He, then, he then went on to tell me some pretty oh. detailed information about studies he reads about yes. a proper warm-up run and mm-hmm. stretching before a race. Oh, okay. He says, as soon as he turned his head for a minute, I went and got lost in the crowd. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That was awesome. awesome. So ninja. Yeah. Um, uh, Needless needless to say, the next 10 or so miles, I was pretty much wondering if I'm doing this all wrong. (laughs) So Trail Manners, dudes. That's awesome. What gives? Do I need to run around and stretch before a race? Help me out, Marty from Arizona. Marty. I love the the ninja part of it. That (laughs) was my favorite part. Meshed into the crowd. Exactly. (laughs) 
That's awesome. That was awesome. So this is pretty funny because I and funny you said that I saw an article on stretching. Did you just on Facebook like two uh, was days ago? That, was that at um, runners? What I was that trail I, runner thing? I don't even remember. I don't pay attention. That's in my that's in my things to, thing. things to read. And I've talked to a lot of people about this. Yeah. I really have because I've had the same question. So here's my thing. Yeah, I think it's. I understand like some people warming up. Yeah. Because I know when I start a, a trail run, the training run, a race, it takes me a minute for my lungs to kind of get ready to roll. Oh gosh, yeah. My legs. So I can right. see some people warming up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if I'm running, if I'm lining up for a 50k, I don't want to run a 52k because I'm warming <laughs> up first, right? So I just don't do it. And I'm not a. And if I, you're a hundred miler, do you think that little extra <laughs> for the for the mid packer is really going to make? Yeah, it and I think that's yeah. the thing. I think yeah. if you're Going for the win, or you're, you know, something Yo, like that. Yeah. You know, maybe you do those things. Right. You know, but I just, for me, I don't see benefit in it. Right. right. Um, as far as the stretching goes, I've heard so many pros and cons to stretching over the years that I think that absolutely kind of boils down to who you are. Yeah. I've heard people say you don't want to stretch because you're, you know, if it's a static stretch as opposed to this type of stretch, mm-hmm. you know, right before a race, could hurt right. your muscles. You could pull it. You could do this. Yeah. And I, I've, I've never been a stretcher. Right. I've tried to stretch calves before. Yeah. Before, if I know this race starts vert right away, because I've always had some calf problems. <sighs> yeah, that's tough, man. But I also know I've done that sometimes, and it's <laughs> made like, it worse. It made it my <laughs> camp, my calves just cramped up anyway. So right. I think a lot of it's just your routine. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't when I get out of the car to go running, I get out of the car. Click my watch and I take, you know, I walk for 10 steps and take off. Right. right? Now it's your pace is different when mm-hmm. you're training or maybe racing. But I, I think you were right to me. Look at, uh, when you said everybody has their own routine and what works for them. Yeah. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a back of the packer, middle of the packer, I don't know if warming up is going to, maybe for your experience, like to make the race better for you, I think it's right. okay. But if you're not going out with, I can't imagine like lining up a, for me, lining up and trying to head out with a lead pack of a 25k. Mm. I'd pull everything. De- <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to warm up at that yeah, point, yeah. right? I mean, something like that. Yeah. Um, but if he lined up next to you, then he's probably. And I don't know where you lined up, but yeah, it, you know, it doesn't sound like maybe you're in the front. Well, it maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe I don't know, Marty. You didn't tell me, but yeah. I hope. And you're in Arizona, dirt. I'm thinking is Havelina. Yeah, or somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, um, but that's my opinion. I know Joel yeah. has a background in the in the muscular stretching right. and the, the, the stuff but I, I think it's what works for you really because mm-hmm. i know i think whatever you're doing in your training should be kind of what you're doing in your race day yeah in a way right um i think the longer the race is and if we're talking mid packers if the longer the race is and you're a mid packer the less the warm-up it becomes crucial right yeah i think the shorter the race then you can take everybody that's involved you should probably do a warm-up like a 5k Yes, I say do a warm up because you're probably going to be running that faster than your training. Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. Right. But if this one was like you said the first the first 10 miles or needs the next 10 miles you were thinking about it. So this is right. probably a 25k plus. I'm yeah, guessing. Exactly. You know? you know that's a good question. I mean, you you could do a warm up, yeah, like a little jog. Easy jog just to get the system warmed up, to get the blood pumping, to get the hormones engaged, ready to roll for this event. And then you can do some very specific movements. Not stretching, not static stretching. Don't do that. Yeah. Not before. Because that's not what the event is. The, the event's not who can stretch the farthest. That's not what you're after. you got to do stuff that's specific to getting the, the, the muscles ready to perform for the next 15 to 100 miles. Yeah. Yeah. So – 
I I think the takeaway on this was I liked how stealthy he was to get away from this person. The ninja move, yeah. yeah. And then, like you said, to each his own. Yep. I if think it works for you, do go it. for it. Yeah. Right? And, and if you want to experiment the other way, try it out. See if you like it better. Do it in your training runs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, do do what you're because last thing you want to do is hurt yourself right before the race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're more likely to get hurt by just going over and doing the old school static stretching. Yeah. Rip it right off your bone. Yeah. Um, next one's up is from Shannon in Utah. Shannon says, you guys talk a lot about cross-training, especially during quote-unquote off months. That's right. Or Starts even, right now. Or even winter. Mm-hmm. I want to hit the gym for some strength training, but keep mm-hmm. my running up mm-hmm. for an early 2019 race, February 50K. Nice. How often should I be running and what types of distances and how many times a week should I be lifting? Wow. So I think that's what a lot of specifics. Yeah, well, we asked for them because we, sometimes we can't answer questions. Yeah, I right? like this. I like so this. you got a race coming up in February. Ooh. You want to get in the gym. You right. want to do some strength training. Yes. You want to keep your fitness on distance up, obviously, right. but you want to hit some weights. We, we do we know if this person has had a big base going into this? No clue. That's all See, I got. We need to know this information, Shannon. Shannon, come on now. She really hit the details. So what do you think, Joe? I mean, like if we were say me, like we. She's got to lift twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah, lift twice a week. And then what about running? And is it gonna? Uh, and we three to four days a week. Do you okay. think? I would think at least three. Yeah, at least three. Um, and I'm assuming she's got a big base. Well, she got a 50k. <laughs> now he means base of miles, not yeah. like a big base, like a booty. Right. 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 We're not we're not throwing that to anybody. No. Um. But I, I think this is a great question. I simply think it's a great question because we've talked about it on the show. Is yeah. if you're going to get in the gym, you're going to do any type of cross training. How is your running going to be? Like you can't expect your oh, runs man. to be fantastic. At first, they're terrible, right? Because you're just doing something different. Yeah. And you're fatigued. Yep. Your muscles aren't. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, cross training has to happen now. I mean, it's got to be November, December, and then uh, January rolls around. You got to taper off the cross training, so that way you have a month of uh, really good quality runs. Yeah. If you want to have a good outcome in February. So you think like a month before her race, she just it's all running at that point. I think yeah, running and then doing maintenance work like a lot of body weight stuff. Okay, but not Uh like heavier weights. Definitely not. Okay. So right now you can get into the heavier weights. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, really, it should have been October, November, December. Yeah. Depends yeah. on when your last race was, maybe. But right. if you're doing it now, I, I agree with Joe. I think, you know, you're, what about distance on her mileage? I think that's one of the questions. I would distances be five trying to, seven. to do that can that taper of taper up, obviously. Obviously. Right? Where, where she's building. That's what you're after. You're trying to build up. What would you do? So she's getting in the gym yeah. for some weights. Mm-hmm. What would you do the first two to three weeks? Would you do... You know, get into the gym. You got twice a week. Would your running be shorter? You know, five miles. I don't know what this. Yeah, is I would running, back off on the mileage a little bit because you're adding that other stress, that stress and, into the system. Yeah. And so that's like for a couple weeks at least, two to three maybe. Mm, yeah. And then after that, you can kind of start to gradually taper up that. Yeah, because then you're you're ta- not only you're tapering, not only are you increasing your your run volume, but you're going to be increasing your lift volume, okay. meaning that you can lift more weights because neurologically you're adapted to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, so you got to back off the run part at first because you're throwing this new stressor into the system. And if something's going to give, it's going to give at the beginning. 
like you're going to get injured at the beginning. You don't want to. So that's you're reducing maybe, that. And maybe like your runs, maybe the intensity is not as high. Oh, yeah, definitely you know I mean? drop like that off big time. Okay to hike if you have to, if you're getting yeah. tired up a hill. Because right. I know I've done that when I've worked out at the gym with you and I've tried to run. It's like sometimes we'll do major day with some you know squat stuff. Right. And then I get out and I'm like, oi. Yeah, they just don't walk a lot. Yeah, they don't they don't move. I yeah. couldn't get my leg over that rock. Yeah. You know, so you got to be a little more aware and take right. your time. But I think it's a great question because we do get this one mm-hmm. similar question right. is this this off we could call it off season training or right. weight training. It starts training. now. It really does. It starts you got to be on it right now. Okay. Yeah. So I think sure. that's good. Hopefully that helps Shannon. Um, it's a great question because I know a lot of people are kind of in that same mm-hmm. mode. And, um, and if you're not deadlifting, deadlift. Uh, if you don't know how to deadlift, find somebody that can teach you how to deadlift. And so you think, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good way deadlift. to deadlift. you got deadlift and pull-up. Those are the two things. That, and if do you can't pull-ups? do those, yeah, for sure, do pull-ups. Okay. Upper body strength. Okay. Push-ups, good? Push-ups are good. I like I like pulling exercises okay i think they they can be a little bit healthier on the shoulder okay as opposed to like say push up or push press over the head and a deadlift is when you have a barbell with weights at or your feet dumbbells or, or kettlebells dumbbells, right yeah and yeah. then you just essentially you stand up good good form yeah always your back chest up chest up flat back grab, and you stand straight up and you just stand up and bring, the, bring the weight your head. Yeah, bring the weight up to your waist your pockets yeah and what's the one when you get it to your chest that's right before you press right well you got you can either take it out of the rack and, and press it over your head or yeah. you can clean it do a power clean up to the the power position which is up at the front rack and then you can press it over the head but jill's talking deadlifts just yeah, kind of straight up deadlifts. straight yeah body straight back mm-hmm. down Oh, yeah, and for for the trail runners, it's important that you do the full range of motion on the deadlifts. You pick it up and you put it back down. Don't drop it. Yeah. Well, if you're a road runner, and the only reason I bring this up is because I'm thinking I'm going to have to do a strength program for a road runner here shortly. Um, I'm just going to ask them to pick it up and to drop it the, from the waist. Yeah. Because they don't need to have that eccentric strength phase because they're not going downhill. Yeah. Right. Like. Like a trail runner. Trail runner, right? variable conditions, running yeah. up, running down. I mean, some need, marathons are down, but we don't – even the not, downhill aren't downhill, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the high-level marathoners, they are probably never going to run a really steep downhill marathon Yeah. because they'll trash them for the year. Yeah. That's why that Huntsville one here is kind of a beat-you-up type thing. Oh, yeah, any of those, like the ones coming down the Cottonwoods. Yeah, yeah. those will get you. So. They'll get you. Well, I hope that helps. Um, two more great questions. Keep those coming. I, I love them because I can learn as we go, like this whole strength training thing. I know that's my kind of my goal this winter. Um, yeah, keep those coming. Uh, don't forget about the races that are la- that are launching up. Don't forget when you're on Ultra Sign Up, scoot over to the Nordic Valley 7K. Hit register there. We're mm-hmm. st- you know uh, we'd love to see you up there. And if you have any questions, let us know. And we'd love to see people at the Trail Running Film Festival. I did see on Facebook that James Varner is actually going to be here, oh, being the MC, be which is a, just a huge reason to go. James Varner is a—he's f- been around a long time, super he's fun dude, nice guy. super nice guy. Yeah. Um, so it'd be fun just if you came out just to even meet James. Right. Um, and if you go back, we had him on the podcast a little over a year ago. <sighs> yeah. I had a lot of fun. Um, he even brought us beer. He did. Um, which is always something that we never frown upon. So. No. Anyway. Uh, I know all of us here want to wish Joel good luck with his surgery in a couple days. And we can't wait to hear how that goes and get him back out on the trails. And the rest of you, just have a great weekend. Enjoy November. And please, please, please remember to do like, share, and turn back time this weekend. Uh, Other than that, this is Eric and Joel with the Trail Manners Podcast. And we are out.